<sighs> so, uh, you coming up next weekend? I believe so. Yes, on the second. Nice. Yeah, second. It's gonna be it's gonna be a hoot nanny. Sweet. Maybe. I'm bringing, what? What time should I plan bringing, on being there? I'm bringing Kathy. Kathy's gonna be in tow. Uh, say like seven. I get off work six. Okay. Uh, so we, do we have a place seven. to stay? Can we stay at your place, or is that not yeah. working? Okay. Um. Yeah, you can probably just stay upstairs in the landlord's aparto because he's not there, so he's okay. got a real bed and such. Um. See if weather permitting, we'll barbecue it up. Nice. And do some karaoke. It'll be a fun night. Oh man! It's like Andy WK not... once said. If we don't What's have, it? if just be prepared. If you do not have a contest winner by then. I'm bringing Street Fighter with me. Uh, Joel, <laughs> are we actually going? Like, here's the question. <laughs> when was the last contest we had, and did I ship that prize out yet? I believe the answer, the answer to was, both of I these don't know. Is a no. no. <laughs> Wait, both of them are no? I guess. I think I, I may have said that wrong. <laughs> when, when was the last podcast we had? When was the last contest we had? No. No. <laughs> See, it works. It might as well be the answer. That's cool, man. I can dig it. God, I want to read these contrast entries. The one guy who sent one in was like... <laughs> it was like uh, like the the scrawlings of an insane person on a asylum wall. And it was just a post from the WoW forums. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sitting there reading it, and I'm like, no one... Even somebody who was a gamer would not understand this. Like, all the acronyms that are in it. DS, DK, SSC, TK, BT, <laughs> TBC. Like, I think I seriously feel like somebody would, like, it's like looking into the eyes of, of the great old ones themselves. Which, by <laughs> the way, are what lurk at the bottom of Ulduar. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, I haven't checked them out yet either. But I am interested and intrigued. After these podcasts, uh, after this podcast, I'm gonna, I'm gonna crack out my reading glasses. I'm gonna give these a look. We'll see. But until then, we got 24 to talk about. And if you don't like 24, well, it's not gonna be much longer. Yeah, whatever, dude. The end and is nigh. At least I hope the end I, is nigh. Because at this point, so, I mean, I don't even know who's the bad guy anymore. Tony, John Voight, John Voight's superior. He's like, I'm just a small cog in a machine, man. Yeah, I also love it. the best. This this series, uh, I mean, this season of Twenty Four has like the most magical medicines the world has ever known. Oh, the pill that makes you have a heart attack immediately upon taking it. Or like the Freon spray that just makes you paralyzed or kills you. Yeah. I don't know what happened to that lady. I'm Maybe it just turns you retarded. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm a high-powered lawyer. You're a paralyzed lawyer, and you're probably dead at this point. Well, whatever. See, the thing See is, later. If, she, if she is that guy's lawyer, chances are she's probably corrupt anyway, right? Uh, maybe. Uh, I mean, maybe. Maybe she'd be corrupt in like the... I'm defending people who are obviously evil sense, but I guess you wouldn't necessarily be corrupt enough to suggest that they would murder and torture their fa- his family if he didn't kill himself. Well, no, that's a different good. person. 
Like his real oh, lawyer. I, I know, I know. I know they replace her. Okay. I'm just saying that they, did they really need to replace her? <laughs> yeah. I guess if they did need to replace her, then she can't be that corrupt. Yeah. She's actually like, I also represent eco-terrorists. <laughs> Children of unwed mothers. <laughs> and John Voight. John Voight's like, he's, he's like an angel. He's so sweet. <laughs> Well, there was that one time I almost beat her to death with a bottle of scotch, but I stopped. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, it's sort of like a nervous tick to me. I just can't help it. We got uh, over it. She, She's a good kid. Yeah. I love it how, <laughs> I love it how Jack is the only one. Like, Jack arrives on the scene. So, Larry yeah. Moss is murdered. Jack yeah, arrives on the scene. And nobody knows he the... was suffocated, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yep. Them bullets got him. Well, got him beyond right that. through his vest. Died of bullets. He, yeah. <laughs> he got suffocated by bullets. He had way too many in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> they just kept putting them in his mouth. He was like, no, no more I'm bullets. I'm full. I, I I'm can't full. eat another bullet. I'm so full. I can't. I'm stuffed. Please, and now I understand no what more. people are saying. You guys, it's not like they're going to perform an autopsy while he's laying on there, out there on the ground. And that's not necessarily my problem. My problem is that all these FBI jerks take all this stuff around. into evidence and nobody figures out what Jack Bauer figures out in 20 seconds. Yeah. He, like, looks at the bullet wound that Tony inflicted on himself before people arrived. And he's like, that's not a forty-five caliber bullet wound. He's like, Sherlock Holmes in this shit. <laughs> I love like, how Tony looks at Jack. Nobody like, even oh, told crap. him that they put forty-five caliber casings into evidence. He just knew. <laughs> He just absorbed that shit from the environment. He's like looking at the ground. Based on the number of steps taken, it looks like he paused briefly, had a knowing nod exchanged between himself yeah. and it's an like, unknown assailant. You see the light then displacement of the FBI agent here. and shot himself. The killer is this Tony is Almeida. Clearly, this is clearly a sign of an upward nod. Yeah, He took three steps here and then he did an upward nod. And then he walked away. Now I ask you, why would he give the upward nod to a corpse? A Tony! (laughs) Tony's just like, uh. His his, his excuse is like, Tony's got got like a coffee cup in his mouth. He's sitting at a table. (laughs) (laughs) He spits it out. He's sipping a cup of coffee. You got me, Jack. And then they pull his mask off. It was old man winners. I would have gotten away with it too. Kids. You darn Jack Bauer. <laughs> if it weren't for you CTU I'll kids. Get you. It's like, sure you will. And then Jack Bauer has like a retard seizure on the ground. He's like, oh shit. What if they gave that lawyer chick like some form of super potent aerialized version of that, of the bioweapon? It's the same junk that that covert agent used that dropped the canister into the hospital room it's the oh right it's the exact same yeah, that's thing probably it. <laughs> it's like you're paralyzed and even though your eyes are open you can't see because <laughs> like taking- i don't know why oh yeah that was crazy like the fbi can't figure out they're like hmm one nine millimeter bullet and like 36 45 <laughs> <laughs> something about this doesn't add up he's like no it's fine 
And then Tony's like, well, maybe maybe he had like two guns and then he like used a different gun. Yeah, he had, a, he had like, access to the, the stolen FBI equipment. Yeah. It's like, Tony, Jack why are you like, inching away as you say that? He raises his eyebrow like, and keeps like, nods backwards. his head. <laughs> it's just, he's like he's nodding his head up and down things. really quickly. He's like, do you need I to get know, smacked? Jack. That sounds kind of crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. Do I need to slap you? Do I need to slap you in the fucking mouth, Tony? <laughs> it's like, oh man, I wanted. It's like, what I wanted are you Jack retarded? to just straight jump, Jack. <laughs> Why even have a conversation, Jack? You know in your heart what's true. Listen yeah. to your heart. And then, and then he's like, yeah, it's like the Roxette song. He's like, listen to your heart, because Tony's be lying Tony. to you. Nobody who talks like that. Like, come on, he's so clearly evil. He talks so softly. He wasn't talking like that in season one. Well, he was also like, you also noticed that uh, he does the shifty eye thing more than once in this episode. Yeah. When Jack rolls, when Jack shows up and starts asking questions about the bullet casings, he might as well like thrown his arms up and rolled his eyes and like did the whole like turnaround thing and like, oh, come on. Yeah. I, you're crazy, Jack. You're all crazy. I mean, haven't I done enough for this country? Like... Well, I mean, today, anyway, I did a bunch of stuff. Let's forget about the other couple years. Mm. Like loosening his collar. Mm. Are we just going to dwell in the past, people? There's, Remember there's that time guy... I blew up some rockets? That was last hour. Yeah, that was awesome. We don't even know what's his purpose. He just wants to get paid. Yeah, He's at like, this point, it's all about the money. Get paid. Yeah, Tony Almeida is getting the cheddar. Yeah, flips up his jacket collar. He's like, like pulls it out with his thumbs. He's like, yeah, <laughs> touch. They're like, Tony, what the hell are you talking about? Did I say that out loud? Did I say that out loud? Did I, Jack? I'm sorry. Did did, did I say that out loud? It's <laughs> like, actually, I was talking about Jack. There's another terrorist ploy. That's what I meant. <laughs> That's what I said, right? <laughs> Uh, Tony Almeida. I mean, he's working on like. I mean, you gotta believe. I hope he goes for like the, the octuple cross. So he's got four yeah. more double crosses to pull. Oh man, I hope he lives. Like, I hope he doesn't die at the end of the season and he becomes like the the series' new supervillain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like uh, the new um, the new Mandy, the female assassin. So like three seasons in, when Curtis comes back from the dead as zombie <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> And they reinstate him in CTU, even though he's a zombie. And you can just punch him Frankly, in the face. Frankly, Curtis, you qualify as an event that CTU should be concerned about. <laughs> but still, you're Curtis, so it's like, what are we going to do? He's Curtis. In fact, Tony in this season is displaying all the stereotypical signs of an alternate dimension Tony. It's true. Like, he's got a he beard. Could be a doppelganger from a different dimension. <laughs> Maybe that's the real what's gonna Tony could still be out there. The end of the episode is gonna be like Jack, like looking at some strange door. Like, yeah, finally. like a portal into the netherverse. I found a way out. <laughs> Got to save this, Tony. This is the culmination. Three more seasons from now, Tony is gonna be held up by Tony, and Zombie <laughs> Curtis is gonna have to bum rush him from behind the car. But the only way we're gonna be able to tell him apart is by who has the bigger soul patch. Well, you know, alternate universe Tony will have a goatee at that point still. Yeah. It's just he keeps growing as the day goes on. <laughs> He's eventually like going to look like one of those werewolf shadow. kids from uh, yeah. from Mexico. His hair all over his yeah. face. 
<laughs> Zombie Curtis versus Jack. Werewolf Tony Almeida. Jack, we don't have time to talk about my personal hygiene. There's another terrorist plot going down. I'm not falling for that again, Tony. Yeah. So far, you've He's confused like, no, me with seriously. three terrorists. You've confused me with three terrorist plots and one claim that it was free scoop day at Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> and I really wanted that ice Jack. cream. And then I went in and got it, and they put it in the cup for me. And then they were all like, 159, please. And I was like, what? And they were Tony. like, <laughs> And then I had to pay for it. They wouldn't put it back, but it's still good. <laughs> it's not like the next person wouldn't eat it, Tony. I had to be escorted from the mall by mall security, Tony. Mall security. I'm a federal agent. <laughs> I'm a federal agent. Jack Bauer. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Tony is like super villain evil guy. Jack is also like totally oblivious to that guy he's talking to on the phone who's like, so Jack, I just wanted to check up with you on a couple of things regarding Tony being evil. And Jack's like, oh yeah, go go ahead. And he's like, so when Tony said uh, said he got the information from a source, um, did he neglect to tell you that that source was evil and that that source was in league with him and that Tony was also evil? And Jack's like, I, I can't talk about this right now. Something's going down. Hold on. I'll call you back. <laughs> yeah. I, as soon as that line of questioning was started, you think Jack would have snapped into it? Yeah. Like, yeah, he sort of gets, like, the glimmer of inspiration in his eyes, but then he gets distracted. And he's like... Agent blah blah blah's transceiver is outside. It's like the call is coming from the upstairs extension. Yeah, everybody out of the house. The, the children are already dead. <laughs> There's a hook hand on the car. Yes. I don't even know how they didn't recognize that guy's voice. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, hey, this is this is Agent Jones. What's up, dogs?" <laughs> It goes back. It's just like, like Agent Jones. What's up? He's like, I got a, a six nine at the ten four. Roger Delta. Uh, everybody come into this house, and we'll be all like, "What's up?" <laughs> They're I'd like, look, "Okay." It's like we can't. Do we know that this is a real FBI agent? Well, I don't know. I can't see his shoes, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's got a walkie-talkie. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's part of the two-step identification process. I mean, we're not chasing someone who tried to steal a bioweapon from a compound totally infested with federal agents. He couldn't possibly be working with a network of people capable of supporting him in this endeavor. I mean, he practically killed two federal agents by himself at the same time. Like, not at the same time, but in close succession. So it's like, how crazy is it that he could just take out one. <laughs> just conveniently, it happened to be another black guy, too, right? So his voice would match up. Well, no, seriously, how did he take out that guy? I mean, did he shoot him from really far away? Cause if the guy was probably, like, hunt... walking down the street, and he was like, I love patrol duty. Dooper, dooper, doo. <laughs> and then he comes up and just blackjacks him with the canister of nerve agent. <laughs> In fact, he, like, looks at the canister of nerve agent and, like, a light bulb dings on above his head. And he's, like, sneaking up behind him and his hand's on the valve and he's about to open it. And he just pummels him to death with it. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. But seriously, what if it was, like, a white federal agent? He would have had to been like, hey, what's up, home base? 
Did you guys enjoy the hockey game? Yeah. Uh, How about some ham sandwiches with cheddar (laughs) cheese? Mayonnaise. Yeah, mayonnaise. How about an imported beer? (laughs) I will buy you one after work. (laughs) And they're like, yep, sounds like Agent Starker to me. Uh, there's nothing more fun than making fun of white people as a white person. <laughs> yeah. It gets me through the night when I'm not crying. <laughs> the crying also gets me through the night. Oh, man. But I love it. I heard white people drive like this. And black people drive like this. Yes, yes. We all loved that episode of The Simpsons <laughs> back when it was funny. I think it's as relevant today as it was then. It's true. But yeah, I love it how Renee is like, I'm super agent Renee, and I'm not going to listen to anything yeah. you have to say anymore. And I can't yeah. tell Larry's <laughs> wife that he's dead because the reason that they're divorced is me. Oh, shit. I missed that part. I'm just guessing. Why wouldn't Renee be able to tell his wife? I thought it was something that happened, and then uh, I just wasn't paying attention because there's sort of like a a 60-second period on either side of a gun gun battle or an explosion where my mind just sort of spools up or winds down. (laughs) And the rest of the episode is sort of like white noise to me. (laughs) I did like when she had to identify Larry Moss's body. She was like, take the tarp off. And then, like, he shows his dead body, and she's like, I'm sad. And then Jack's like, now i got to do some heart-to-heart shit. <laughs> this is whack. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the big news of the episode, of course, is that nobody cares about Kim Bauer's family. Yeah. Why did they even include that scene? They were like, I got a baby. I think they were just trying to explain why the actress gained some weight. <laughs> she is... She used to be pretty thin. She, I remember when she was supposed to be like the next hot thing. She was like on the cover of Rolling Stone and shit. Well, that was back when 24 really was good. You. Yeah. And then 24 well, became true. not very good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, so like the second season happened. <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, wait a second. This is dumb. Yeah. But the I show mean, isn't really that good. <laughs> well, I, and the real problem is that they really didn't have any good storylines that involved Kim. Yeah, ever. They were, and she was just really annoying. I mean, I guess one of you can my favorite writers were when she was when the with the like Sven Gali psychiatrist. Oh, like your dad is just trying to control you. <laughs> <laughs> like you're trying to do, you might as well have like a turban on. Oh my gosh, I was just waiting for Jack to beat that guy up. That should have been the entire point. I, I mean, was that- actually kind of hoping he would shock him with the exposed electrodes <laughs> from a desk lamp. I mean, it's just so funny that they chose, like, that uh, part of the sort of liberal elite, the psychologist, there to control your daughter's mind. He's got a bachelor in fine arts. (laughs) He didn't even get something respectable, like marketing. Yeah, just general business administration. Oh, man. But, yeah, so Kim Bauer's back. She's got a husband and a baby. Kim Jr. Yep. As Kim we'll Bauer Jr. <laughs> I've know. noticed they cougar. What's her real the name? Room. I think her real name is Jackson, which is a terrible name for a girl. 
Yeah. Well, it's a or terrible t- name for anyone, truly. Maybe but. it was like Terry or Jackson. I don't know. It was something. It was one of those ambiguous names. It was just. Well, Terry makes sense because that was the mom's name. Ah, I forgot that. That must be what it was. I then. <laughs> it was such like the most clumsy way to like <laughs> introduce that character to the baby character. Yeah. She like calls her husband on the phone and he's just like talking to her and talking to her and he's walking. And then all of a sudden he's like, yes. I am watching the baby. <laughs> like bump, pants bump, down bump. and there's a baby there. And you're like, wait, I, I I don't know why I'm supposed to care about this. Oh my gosh, she's got a baby. How is this baby Great. involved in the Starkwood plot? She's still never going to be in the rest of the show, right? Unless I hope so. Tony how takes over more, the airport. How many more seasons? And holds seasons, her hostage. Or how many more episodes are left in this season? What It started at 7 a.m., right? Yeah, there's only like four. Wait, seven? Really? So there's only six episodes left? No, it must have been 9 a.m. Okay. Yeah, well, this was this ended at 3 p.m. or 3 a.m. So, yeah. yeah, we're running out of time here, peoples. You can't be introducing entirely. You can't. Those characters can't play a major role in the story at this point. Maybe it's just there so Kim can say when she's held captive, I got a baby. That's what's going to re-engage Jack. And then he's just going to yeah. punch the virus right in the face. Like, he's going to be hitting himself <laughs> in the body. Take that, virus. Take that. Yeah. Charlie Horse. Jack, that's not how you do it. He's like, quiet, Renee. It's the only way I know. <laughs> I'm going to torture the virus out of my body. Yeah. He's like, you like that virus? He's like cutting his own wrists. Shocking his own nipples. He's like, you want more virus? <laughs> Puts a taser on like- his balls. <laughs> eventually it all just leaves his body like some kind of vaporous mist through his nose (laughs) yeah everyone like the whole presidential cabinet is just watching him (laughs) like did that just happen he's like there told you get rid of the virus (laughs) now tell me torture doesn't produce valuable intelligence (laughs) yeah those researchers with their research scientists the only science I know is the science of pain. He's like, you want some of that? He's like, pointing at like the Secretary of Education. You want that? <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> he's like holding his hands up and waving. No, no, no. He's like pointing at somebody else. <laughs> oh Did man! Did you say? Yeah, I heard you say it. I heard you say I couldn't do it. I heard you say I don't have above a fifth grade education. <laughs> So what if I don't? Isn't that your fault, Secretary of Education? Yeah. Maybe you should educate me right now. Educate me on why I shouldn't kick your ass. Oh, man. I also love how the there's the plot line with the president's daughter has now completely evaporated, and she's just sort of yeah. another background character. The, the only thing I really noticed with that is that um, she called the president mom. Like when she was giving her an Intel update. I yeah, like, I mean, maybe that would happen, but. In previous I don't think seasons you of 24, that. that arc where she's trying to quell the story and keep her job would be the whole season long. Like that would be distract. Yeah. That would be the entire filler. Yeah. And granted, we wouldn't care about it, but at yeah, least it would be an it. actual story. It wouldn't be just like this three episode blue. Yeah, this strange, like. In between thing. 
Yeah. Where it's not really a, a side story, but it's nor a, I mean, but it exists in some respect, and nobody knows why. Well, it's like it's almost like the illusion of having the story be complicated, except it's not really that complicated because nothing ever really gets resolved except for the main plot line. Anything anyway, everything else is just sort of like to pad out episodes. It's like we don't know how long we can keep John Voight going totally crazy for. We're just yeah. not that talented as writers. I'm kind of sad to, to to witness his passing. I was like, "Are you John crazy? Boyd, you had a whole lot more crazy left in you." I'm sad that Jack didn't get the opportunity to straight up murder him. Yeah, the the police cars just driving down the street. They're like, "All right, taking him to FBI custody." And then there's Jack Bauer in the middle of the road, and as they're screeching on the brakes, he just brings his fist up and takes it down on the hood of the car <laughs> and flips it over him. Crashes on its its roof, skids to a stop. He pulls John Void out upside down. What are you doing? I'm a patriot. I don't even I'm have a, a bottle of scotch to defend myself. I've served this country for 40 years. That's when he grabs him by the ankles and swings him into the cop car. <laughs> no, there's like, magically, there's one of those Python missiles there. Jack just straps him to it. <laughs> yeah. Say hello. Just like the end of... To outer space for me. <laughs> yeah. John Boyd's like, what, what, what? No! <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just him walking away with the rocket exhaust behind him. Oh, sweet. I don't know why we're not the writers for 24. Yeah, I don't know how that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> We've got so many good ideas. Petition. I, I swear, should just tweet my ideas for 24 all day. That. Yeah, you just just do like, at 24. <laughs> You'll be like, hey, 24 writers, how about John Voight gets fired into space by a rocket? Makes just like, as much sense as everything else. Yeah, you're hired. <laughs> it's like the one of those like dream sequences where it's like really quick like just one second yeah bits of like your progression so you're like shaking hands with them like at the the business meeting and then you've got like like a, a visor on and like armbands and you're writing <laughs> on like a typewriter there's a, a newspaper flashes up it says 24 declared greatest show ever yeah <laughs> you're accepting the emmy for it oh that would be awesome so I could reject and the Emmy. you and Kiefer fly fishing off his boat in the bayou. <laughs> I'm not going to hang out with Kiefer Sutherland. Come on. Yeah, he's probably not that fun. It's like, so that Lost Boys movie, that was kind of yeah. weird, right? He's like, yeah, I know. It's like, can we please stop like talking about Lost in Boys? That movie? No, no, no. No, no, no. No. Yeah. I'm trying to work. So I'm trying Feldman to work Lost really Boys like... into the next season of 24. How do you feel about fighting vampires? It's like, <laughs> well, I mean, how do you... it's a show about 24 hours. What are we going to do when it's the day? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. we're working on that. Catacomb, sunscreen, John Dorf could do it. Yeah, Stephen oh, Dorf. Dorf. He put a motorcycle helmet on. He was fine. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Kiefer, listen, you're the actor. I'm the writer. Just let. I got it. Just let me take care of it. Put yourself in my capable hands. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to give you a gun that shoots steaks. No, literally steaks. They're going to be like beefy T-bone. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be fact, a play on words. You're never actually going to wield it because you're just going to give it to people to fire at you. 
So you, it's just, it just hits him in the face in the middle of like intense dialogue. <laughs> he's just like, he's I don't even the interrogation for two. And like it's a super close up on his face. He's like leaned forward over the table and his eyebrows are all squinched up. And all of a sudden this like wet T-bone just like smacks across his face in slow motion. His like lips bulge out and his eyes close. Oh man, that would be perfect. And then Renee's just standing back there. She's like, sorry. I'm still trying to figure out how this thing works. <laughs> Why am I getting shot in the face with stakes again? I don't know. Why did Tony Almeida quintuple cross you last season? <laughs> yeah. If you look at it like that, they're only they're they're similarly as crazy. Yeah. Half dozen of one, six of the other. Just saying, we we've, if we got six episodes left, that means in eighteen episodes, we've had a quadruple cross. So that's averaging slightly more than one, or slightly less than one cross per four episodes. <laughs> yeah. So every four episodes. So we're the same we, sides. we we still have a chance at a final cross. Well, I mean, if we incorporate, I mean, just that, that's just with Tony Almeida's character. If you incorporate other characters from the show, I mean, we've oh, yeah. probably got the Dodecacross right there. I wonder how much we could tally up in a single season. And what about, like, things where we thought they were double crosses, but in fact weren't? Like Gael in the third season? Yeah. Where they were like, he's foreign, he's got to be the terrorist. <laughs> and, then he, and then he's like running away from them and like fighting people. And then it's like, so Gael, you're the terrorist. He's like, actually, I'm the patriot. You guys were stopping me from saving the country. And they're like, how come you were like fucking shocking people and running away and shit? <laughs> and he's like, it was super secret patriotism. They told me I couldn't tell anybody. It's like, Gael, you're an idiot. Stab That's this why guy in the knee from with this a knife. Virus. Yeah, and one of like the funniest death scenes. He's like sitting there, like trying to disarm the bomb and like the ventilation system that's gonna spread the poison around the hotel. He's like, "All right, carefully, carefully," and then all this like white powder just sprays up in his face. <laughs> it's like confetti. It's like ah, surprise, and he's like, "Oh, thank God, it was a fake bomb, like in Die Hard 3. And it's like, "No, we just wanted to lighten the the impact." You're gonna die, pretty much now. And he's like, hard stopping, but laughter eternal. Right. Want to shut it down? Yeah, that is enough podcast creation.
because I fear that <laughs> did I mention this last week? I fear that if I do, I will be outed in my King of the Scrubs. He's <laughs> like, in my own ecosystem, I think I know how to play Street Fighter. But as soon as I am exposed to the world at large, like I I fucking wreck house on Graziella and, and our roommate. Our roommate's like, I'm gonna play Dalsim. He's like doing the headbutt, and I'm like, and I'm like picking random characters. I'm like, I don't even know how to play this character. I'm fucking Rufus. Who is this guy? I don't even know. (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you, we just need a Street Fighter 4 training montage. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They're going to be, you're the best around. You gotta put a bandana on. You just gonna be sitting around with the arcade stick. The best around is also a really great song for a guile training video because he is definitely a character design that is one hundred percent trapped in the eighties. Like all the other Street Fighter designs are sort of timeless. Not Guile. (laughs) Like Honda, he's a sumo wrestler. What do you mean? I mean, Dalsam, he's a racist <laughs> depiction of Indian yogis. <laughs> yeah, that's what they look like with the skulls and tattoos. Like, what, what do Indian people look like? I think they are starving. Yeah, they're pretty hungry over there. And they don't got no food. Extraber. Anyway, I'm recording. Do we need to clap it? Uh, yeah, let's do it. One, two, three.